Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Hour number two, Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer, Exhall Place, Edmonton and San Jose tonight. San Jose broadcaster Jamie Baker coming up back half hour. Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta in the next half hour block, which is brought to you by our title sponsor, Oilers of Oilers Now Digitex. Hugh Porter and the gang at Digitex Canada's largest Canada dealership, where their main goal is to save you time and money and provide true Alberta service. Check them out at Digitex.ca. Digitex now has a massive supplies division where you can find paper and supplies for all brands of office equipment. You can text us, and I got a ton of texts to get to. We're having a conversation on Ryan Nugent Hopkins. You can text us at 630-630. Follow us on Twitter at Oilers Now. Email us Oilers Now at 630.com. It's presented by Homes by Abbey, and we will tell you that some guests of Oilers now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village, the right choice for a celebration for the census, with three convenient locations to serve you, Northgate, Downtown, and Southside. Uh, this tweet comes into Bob underscore Stoffer, and it says, Bob, I enjoy your show more if you didn't read the hate mail. You realize the joke is to see if you'll read them right. Well, here's my theory on this, okay? There's a difference between a guy making a constructive point and challenging my perspective on things and a guy being an out-and-out jerk. Yeah. And so when a guy's rude... Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference. Yeah, but but as a rule of thumb... Yep. You know, you're you're allowed to... You don't have to do... You don't have to agree that... If, if you're not a fan of Ryan Nugent Hopkins, if you don't think that Nugent Hopkins should, uh, should have been on the original six... That's what we're discussing today. You're allowed to think that way. I get that. He'd be on my team. That's fair. Basically what I'm saying. And Speck would say, you know, we both know he's going to end up on the team. My preference would be... To, and, and hey, don't say I've got the, the 3D beer goggles on when looking at the Edmonton Oilers. You know, there's players that have not panned out here. Um, Neil Yakupov, it's not good. There's, there's another guy that's polarizing. You say something bad about Neil, and you got guys coming after you, then they wolf pack you. Well, Just like fast. some of those guys, some of those bloggers. That you, they're reason. bitter because they got the 64 Yakupov jersey. Is that what it is? It makes you bitter. Now you got to go out, you got to get a 10. By the time you get the 10, they're going to deal them. Remember when those bloggers <laughs> used to wolf pack you? There used to be like oh three or God. four of them. Didn't we hire one? Anyways, I, I whatever. <laughs> you can text us at 630-630. You tweet us. I'm just joking. Joking around. It's all a joke. Uh, text us at 630-630. Tweet us at orders now. Email us orders now at 630chat.com. There is a re- okay, here's one for us. Bob, all this listener opinion is useless. I spend my lunchtime listening to hear actually informed people uh, in the know, like yourself and Spec and other insiders. I can hear idiot fan opinions all day at work if I want. The fan interactive BS is not new, I know, but it's time to cut it out. In my opinion, uh, and that comes to us from RP, the irony of me giving idiot fan opinion is not lost on me. Yes. So there you go. You can text us. And Mark says, Bob, you claimed that you thought Nugent Hopkins would have a breakout year this year. I did. I thought he was going to got. He would be the guy that would benefit with From the attempt. David being here, sure. Yeah, but you know what happened? McDavid got hurt at the 13 game mark. Yep. And 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 suddenly, a lot of weight got put on Nugent. Yeah, and Eberle didn't play early and wasn't very good when he came back and all of those things. Okay, there was one other one spec that I wanted to get to. Uh, involving Peter. Okay, here it is right here. Mike in St. John says, Shirelli's still looking down at uh, down the barrel of a Sagan trade. This mess is far from cleaned up now, and the orders are just playing for uh, Hamnick. Here's the beauty of the situation. Mm-hmm. He made the Tyler Sagan trade. 
Yep. That was a tough deal for Peter Schwartz. And, you know, he didn't win that trade. Nope. That's not the most lopsided trade that went the, the, against the Boston Bruins during okay. Shirelli's time there. How did a Blake Wheeler trade turn out for you? What did he get for Blake Wheeler? Um, was that Rich Peverly? Was it not Stewart and Wheeler going to Winnipeg or oh, going to Atlanta? Wheeler got a lot better. Yeah, since and, he got to Winnipeg. But the point is that here you have a general manager that won a Stanley Cup, mm-hmm. that had another team go to six games of the Stanley Cup final, and had a couple trades. Like I mean, the Sagan trade is a tough trade to to, to right. The to Kessel, win. he made the Kessel trade. It was an excellent. That trade. was an awesome trade for them. They crushed the Maple Leafs in the right. Kessel trade, right? So you win some and lose some. You're Chicago Blackhawks, who you love. Well, they had five, okay, between 2004 to 2008, they had five first-round picks. Three are busts. Yeah. Two were absolute studs, but three of the five. And we're we're not talking, we're talking top 11 overall picks here, folks. Good picks that were busts. They also were forced to make some bad deals after they won their first cup. They had to trade away Bufflin. They had to trade away uh, Andrew Ladd. Right, they traded away. They finally did trade away Campbell, which who thought he'd still be a vital part of a good team right now? But he still is Brian Campbell. Yeah. So listen, there isn't a GM out there who bats a hundred. There isn't a GM out there who bats eight hundred. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, a thousand and eight hundred. Like guys have maybe Sam Pollock did. No, okay, but it was different back then. Now all the GMs are smart, and there's lots of scouts, and you don't just go over to Finland and find some guy no one else saw, like Hoke and Anderson did for a while there for Detroit yeah. uh, or, or Sweden. It's it's just everybody has good and bad deals now. That's just the way it is. So Yeah, so Cam Barker, 3rd in 04 for the Blackhawks. Yeah, that's Jack Skilly, 7th right. in 05. Right. Okay. Then- the thing about Barker is I think that, that – my recollection is that 30 GMs would have taken him in their top five. Well, back to Yakupov, right? No, 30 GMs would have taken Yakupov somewhere up top. I think the debate was, is he one or not? Right. And that was a fair debate but within you, this organization. When but, you have people like Craig Button and Kyle Whittleaf, both who traditionally aren't down the same path, mm-hmm. both having Yakupov consensus number one in that draft year, and sure, hey, yeah. it happens. Man. Kyle Beach, by the way, was the other yeah, Black Kyle Hawk. Beach wasn't a very He good went 11th player. to the Hawks, and he didn't pan out either. But they hit the home run back-to-back years getting tased at three after St. Louis passed Well, then they did. You got, you got to remember. Kane, number one, and they won the lottery to get Kane. And it balances off. Where'd they draft Keith? Second round Second pick. Second round pick. They right? just kept getting better and right. better and better. So, sure, you blew Barker third overall, but you got Keith in the second round. Yeah. So, to me, that's, you're, you're even here. You're batting 500, right? Uh, and I think that's the same thing when you look at a guy like Chiarelli signing, you know, the trades that he's made, right? Sure, he he. Um, the Talbot trades worked out. The Talbot trade's been a really good trade. How's for the him. Reinhardt trade been for you? Right, not so great. Right, but how? But uh, so far, and I think into the future, I think we're going to like this Maroon trade. I think he's won that trade, or certainly it appears as if he's got a good chance of winning. He gave that up trade. nothing. Right. I mean, Gurnett had absolutely stagnated in the yeah, organization. Yeah, I'm not a Gurnett guy here. So, yeah. So, you got to look at the body of work. You can't just pick one. You oh, want to pick. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. This is different. We're talking about one team for five okay, for, for okay. a week. I just We're not talking about a whole I organization. Just, I just It's not the same thing. I just have. So, you got to. It's and I quote Mark Spector, you got to look at the body of We're work. We're talking about a general if manager, the glove not one don't, player. If the glove don't fit, you <laughs> got to quit. you got to look at the body of work. <sighs> you do. Anyway, with a general manager, because every GM in the league, I can show you a bad trade he made at some oh, yeah. point in his life. Yeah. So, and again, I mean, it is, I get the semantics and the politics of it, Spec. 
But I just, I like the sense I get with Shirelli is he's not worried about the outside noise that much. No. And, and I actually think that's a good thing. Because sometimes if you worry too much about what happens is, is when you're in roles like that, my experience has been, because I've dealt with a few managers here mm-hmm. with this team, if you let the, the 10% of the crap take up 90% of your time, yep. you're screwed. Well, and, and I think that's why Shirell is good for this project because he's made big trades. He's traded, you know, he's he's going to trade out of this core. He's made that trade two, three, four times already yeah. in his career. So he's not nearly as susceptible to letting the wrong things affect his judgment when trading a key player. All right. When we come back, uh, you have your choice, Spec. Do you want to talk about drugs in Russian sport? Or do you want to talk about how the Edmonton Oilers get some defense help for next season? Uh, let's talk about the Oilers. 115 in Edmonton. This is Oilers now. Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton, you can text us at 630-630. Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. Horse Racing Alberta, 7,000 horses, 7,000 employed. HRA, proud contributors to the Alberta Lottery Fund. Uh, and do want to mention ATB Financial, you have goals, they have the assists. ATB Financial, proud supporters of amateur hockey in the province of Alberta, including uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings, who got a big win last night over the Saskatoon Blades by a score of 5-2. to two. All right, Spec defense. How many are you keeping off of this current group? How many am I keeping? Yep. Well, I would... Um I mean, you kind of got to look for agency before you know for sure. But if you're asking me, I'm going to tell you that I'm keeping Dean Secker for sure because you got him. I'm keeping Nurse. I'm keeping Davidson. I'm keeping um, Griba. I'm going to resign Griba as my number five, six guy. Six, yep. He has a six. Clefbaum. Oh, I've missed Clefbaum clearly. I'm keeping him, no doubt. That's five guys right there. Uh, Let's say you kept party around. You resign him for a low number as a number seven, second, third pairing number seven guy. I still need some. I mean, you need, it depends who you can add. I'm trying to trade for Hamannick. That's what I'm trying to do if I'm Pete Shirelli. I think everybody knows that. Okay. Right? So you got Hamannick with a five we name. That's a much better six. You uh, still have to go in the free agent market you, and try to find Would you be prepared else. to move either Clef Bomber Nurse for Travis Hamannick? Well, that's a good question. I would certainly think long and hard about it, yes. I think the orders need to trade some tomorrow, as we talked about the Blake Wheeler trade. I think to trade a little bit of tomorrow for some of today would not hurt a bit. Brandon Ulrich piped in just during the break and said, don't forget Rich Peverly helped Peter Shirelli's Boston Bruins win the Stanley Cup. He did indeed. He did. So that's where you do. When you're a good team, you trade for today, like the Blackhawks keep doing, right? And it's not hurting them. They got three. Well, there's, let's, let's put it this way. Let's hope the orders get to the point someday where they're doing that. But I think we're we're all. I'm not saying they're winning cups, but I think we're getting to the point now where it's time to start trading for now. Yeah, and that's which brings me to the pick. Okay, like I don't know where the pick's going to end up. I is it possible that the orders would finish higher than 25th? I doubt it. At this point, I doubt okay. it. Okay, so their most likely scenarios are drafting the top five. Yep. Okay. Would you be prepared to move that pick for immediate help on defense? I would. Oh yeah, absolutely. If I mean it would that would be the easy the to move Clef Bomber Nurse, you know, it becomes a lateral move. If I'm Shirelli, I want to keep Clef Bomber Nurse because they're good and I want to add to that pot. Yeah. You don't have Reinhardt in that mix. And no, I wouldn't I wouldn't have Griffin has writing him off, but he's not yeah, in the mix yet. See, we're in the same place there. I, I, I like the guy. Uh, I, I know what I saw when he played in junior. He has to assert himself more. 
the plan was for him not to take this long. And so he's got to figure it out a bit here too. But it's sure. defensemen take time. And I'll, I'll contrast that with Davidson. A year ago, I talked to – two years ago, I talked to guy pro scouts. Oh, what about Marincin? Then start of last year, it started to be Davidson, Davidson, Davidson. I didn't see Brandon Davidson becoming what he became this Nobody year. Nobody did. Every level he played at, I think they said this is likely his last one. I talked to a guy that coached against him in Major Junior. He said, he goes, I thought he was going to be a CIS defenseman. Right. That's what he said. He goes, I thought he was so a good junior defenseman, CIS. He's a 91. Um, Reinhardt's a 94. So there's three years difference. Where does Fane fit in all of this? Uh, you've got him for two more years at uh, too much salary. So he fits because he's, he's playing for you. That's where he fits in because you can't move him. So you just try to rehab the player to the best of your abilities. And like every of 30 teams in the league, you have a player that you probably would like to move, but you can't. Mm -hmm. That's just the way the NHL is. You name me a team, I'll give you a player like that. Would you be, given that you've got Fane's contract, can you afford to re-sign Griba as a six? Well, Maybe you should be playing Fane there? I think, yeah, and I think here's what they're doing too. I think they're test driving party. And I think the decision is going to be, uh, we can sign party for half the amount. For half the amount. Griba's going to get a million and a half to two million bucks. Sure. Let's say it gets one point seven, and let's say you get uh, party for a million. A million. So it's almost half. Let's say. And but I like Griba. I think Griba did a lot for this team. I think Griba was a good, solid citizen here, man, and something they haven't had enough of. Well, they needed balls, right? And I mean, they've added some with Maroon. We just say that. I guess we did. Uh, with Maroon yep. and Cassian, uh, you know, Party coming in. Even, you Grab know. Grab is a better player than Party, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, different. Yeah. I, he's a better player. Yeah, I think he's a better player. Okay. Than, than, yeah, I'll give you that. That's why he's worth more money. Uh, so you would be prepared to move the pick. Oh, I'd be prepared to move the pick. In a perfect world, uh, the Oilers could get a very good defenseman in trade, and they would trade away the pick, not Nurse or Clefbaum. To me, that would be the perfect world. Okay. But not a lot of, you know, the, the, the Islanders are in a situation where they're trying to win right now too. Yeah. And they're not probably real interested in trading their top-pairing defenseman for an 18-year-old. But they probably have to resolve this issue at some point. Well, they do. They do, and that's the thus is the push and pull of this whole deal, right? Yeah, and remember that Chiarelli and Gar Snow have a long history. They've made a couple of trades before, uh, most notably, of course, the the Johnny Boychuk trade. Yeah, uh, in Boston, and you know they know each other. You know it's remarkable. They're on speed dial. You know it's remarkable what what happened there is Gar Snow was basically thought of as a buffoon after the Vanek thing came down, and he had to dump him to the Canadians, and they had that number one that was pending uh, in that deal, right with Buffalo, and. Everybody in the league thought this guy might be the worst GM in the league. Doesn't know what he's doing. Then, in one, so he gets Halak in the offseason for basically nothing. And I know the guy has just been a good regular season goalie. He doesn't stay healthy, but he is a good goalie. Yeah. Okay? Yep. So he settles down his goaltending situation, which was a major concern. And in two hours, he fixed his defense. Gets Letty and Boychuk. In two hours? It's pretty good. It completely changed. It took them from an organization that had good forwards, suspect goaltending. Yeah. And bad defense to a, a team that was a playoff team. Yeah, yeah, and they are—they're a playoff team now, and they've still got another level to climb to. 
but they're a playoff team. And, you know, there's a team, if they wanted to dump some of their prospect forwards, and they're loathsome to do that. But, I mean, I got Del Cole, he hasn't, Michael Del Cole hasn't exactly mm-hmm. lit it up. Not to Little Park. He did win last year in Oshawa. Uh, you know, Hosang, not everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. But it, it just, again, it shows you you can make mistakes, and it can still – like, I, I, spec, I said that – at the all-star break that a year from now the orders will be a top 10 team in the league and teams are how the hell could you say that oh you're the eternal optimist you're full of crap top 10 team in the league it, at it, this point next year yeah and I, i'm gonna stand by that i think that oh that boy. i think that could that's happen hopeful. but they gotta they gotta upgrade their defense because <laughs> i think uh, that's, that's obvious it's they a given bring in but two guys to be that do they have to bring in two or do they just have to bring in one no if you t- i mean if i don't so you do you're making one via trade yeah. Do you have to sign a guy like Demers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's what we're looking at is one via trade and one via free agency. Then the free got... agent market is weak. Yeah. And you always overpay in free agency, and there's always a concern that, oh, we've got to go into that market even if it's a lousy market. We've got to spend even if it's, you know, the orders have done this before and they've regretted it. Fane is one of those guys. They spent too much on him because he was a UFA. I'll tell you, Fane's the best of the three guys they signed. Right. And Between Ferentz. Sorry, I, I like Andrew as a guy, but yeah. he the last two years of his contract, he's going to play six games. Right. No, right? no, for sure. You know, and, and, the Keaton, and the Keaton was a disaster. So it, just because you need a defenseman, it doesn't mean going into free agency is always the best idea. You got a minute here, buddy. Okay. What do you got going on with Sports Central? You got uh, something up that you're not telling me about, but you can tell the listeners what's shaking, what's going on. Uh, yeah, we're doing a few things. We've got a little press conference coming up next week uh, that we'll uh, talk about a little bit more. We just have to nail a couple things down. i got a meeting this afternoon. And um, what else do we have going on? We've got my golf tournament this summer. Oh, yeah? Yeah, July 27th. You playing in that again, Bob? Uh, no, I'll probably avoid that. Come on, you played before. I hate golfing. I'm I did like the guys I met. We like having you there. Though. No, you don't. Not sure really. We do. Yeah, we do. I'm telling you. Uh, July 27th, you can go uh, online. Just uh, Google Mark Spectre Golf Classic. I don't think Nugent Hopkins will be coming. <laughs> Why are you kidding? I just sat down with Nugent. Had a long talk today. We're good. <laughs> We're good. I'm telling him. To, he'll be on the I'm team when it's it. all said. He'll be on the team when it's all said and done. I think he'll be in the World Championships team. I think him and McDavid will both be playing for Canada at the World Championships. Don't you? Well, it's it's funny. There's There seems to be an expectation of certain players that they have to go. There's There's been pressure applied at times on other players. Yeah. Jerome McGinley seemed to be able to check off of that anytime he wanted. I think he never he, felt like going, yeah? He never felt like going. Does it make him a worse person by any means? I, I don't think so. Did either. he play for Canada the Olympics I, and be one of their best players? I love Jerome McGinley. I believe that he did. Yes. yes. But it is, you know, well, he doesn't love hockey if he doesn't want to go. I'm like, just he's injured. Like, understand Well, he's like, injured. Or, you know, hey, I'm with you. I'd, I got, got no problem with McDavid. And you think Hall will go too? The World Championship team? Uh, I bet you he does. Yeah. Because yep. it's Jordan, in Jordan Pro- they open in Prague for like five days, and then it goes to St. Petersburg, which is apparently a beautiful place. So it's when they have them in like Belarus and places like that that it's hard to get guys. Yeah. So. Hey, it was fun today. Yeah, lots of fun. All right. Good game we, tonight. I'm pumped. All right. Oilers in San Jose tonight. Uh, Jamie Baker coming up from the uh, Sharks uh, Television Network. Off to 630 Chad News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell.